As you know, we focus on prophecy each week for about five minutes. I've been telling you this because I think it's important. We're considered futurists. That means we interpret the unfulfilled prophetic portions of the book of the Revelation and the book of Daniel and all other unfulfilled prophecies as yet future events in a literal context. We divide the Revelation into three sections based on the outline given in the book itself in Revelation 119. There the Apostle John is instructed to write, therefore, what you have seen, what is now, and what will take place later. Following this three-part outline, chapter 1 contains John's vision of the risen Christ and represents the past. That's what he had seen. Chapters 2 and 3 contain letters to the seven churches. That describes the present, what is now, the church age. And chapters 4 through 22 describe events in the future, what will take place after this. Lots of reasons for being futurist, but I like to point out the most important one. Jesus was a futurist. Matthew 24 and 25, when referring to the book of Daniel, he taught it as if it was future and literal. I'm almost on a uh, rampage about this because every day, it seems, I, I find some other pastor who I know or I follow or some article uh, about how we should get away from looking at future prophecy as literal and adopt more of an allegorical or a metaphorical approach and then the individual goes into some kind of crazy symbolism that, that isn't verified by the text itself and it's driving me crazy uh, because this is the time when so many of the prophecies that are unfulfilled you can actually see how they could be fulfilled overnight if necessary. Uh, so, for example, I read this article this week. It was, somebody sent it to me. And By the way, I, I welcome you to send me articles that you think might be interesting in this dimension. I, it would help my research. But anyway, this one was titled, Elon Musk says Neuralink machine that connects human brain to computers is coming soon. If you don't know, Elon Musk is the lead designer of SpaceX. He's the co-founder, CEO, and product architect at Tesla. He's the co-founder and CEO of Neuralink, co-founder and chairman of OpenAI, and the co-founder of PayPal. And he's a very influential and smart guy. So here's some excerpts from the article. Musk has frequently claimed the rapid rise of artificial intelligence poses an existential risk to humanity. An interface like Neuralink, he says, is essential if humans are to compete with such technology in the future. At a tech conference in 2016, Musk said humans risked being treated like house pets by artificial intelligence, AI machines, if a brain-computer interface was not built. I don't love the idea of being a house cat, but what's the solution, he said? I think one of the solutions that seems maybe the best is to add an artificial intelligence layer. Speaking last year on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, Musk said Neuralink's technology would allow humans to effectively merge with AI. Musk is an important guy. He's not the only one that was talking like this. Uh, Dr. Stephen Hawking uh, also warned about the growing influence of artificial intelligence. And all of these guys, though they want to keep moving in that direction because they're scientists, are warning about the Terminator movies, essentially, that AI is going to take over the human race one day and wipe us out. And if that doesn't happen, the Chinese scientists who are putting human genes in monkey brains, that's going to happen. So this is all like crazy science stuff. So why does this interest us as futurists who take Bible prophecy literally? Well, number one, 
The book of Daniel has a prophecy that in the end times, knowledge shall increase. This has always been interpreted as an exponential growth in knowledge leading to incredible technologies. AI, neural linking, is certainly something that fits that prediction. We're in an age of unprecedented uh, human knowledge and ability. A second reason I find this fascinating is that in the Revelation, there's a prediction that a guy called the false prophet will be, and I quote, granted power to give breath to an image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. Now, it may not be, we're never saying this is for sure what the Bible is saying, but if I had to take a guess, if you ask me right now, how could that prophecy be fulfilled? I would say through artificial intelligence. That some kind of a statue or a construction is going to be given the artificial intelligence to do the things that we read about in the Revelation. This kind of news is exactly what you expect from reading your Bible literally. You miss all this if you're reading it figuratively and just trying to apply it to your own personal life in terms of your trouble at work. There's other portions of Scripture that deal with that. These are big sweeping prophecies about the end times. The times we are living in are no time to spiritualize or allegorize rather the end times prophecies. Jesus promised he'd return. He said he'd resurrect and rapture the church, and that's an imminent event that could happen at any time. Are you ready for the rapture? If not, get ready, stay ready, keep looking up. Ready or not, Jesus is coming. (music) 